This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now, here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We're known as the Caring Place and have been caring for the homeless and needy here in South Florida since 1922. This is our 97th year, soon to be 98th, and just in a couple years, we've been serving 100 years. I've been here for 30 years. My name's Ron Brumman. I happen to be the president. So good morning again. And I just blink and it seems like three decades have gone by. And we have been so blessed and so fortunate. And I personally have been blessed and so fortunate to see thousands and thousands of men, women, and children down on their luck, homeless, uh, uh, women that come through our doors that are abused and forsaken, men that have made terrible uh, decisions in their life. Uh, some have gotten out of prison and jail and come to us for help others have just made the decision to to try drugs and then got hooked on drugs and just different people from all walks of life not just the uneducated people you may think of as being homeless but we're talking we've had sports celebrities we've had doctors and lawyers and stockbrokers that have come through our doors over the years and and they've been able to get their life turned around and you know something <laughs> we can't do it without the help of our community. I, I want to give a big shout out to all of our volunteers, our donors, our supporters, our prayer partners, uh, people that have been involved, people that have given little, people that have given a lot. Uh, it's everybody working together to help someone that's in great need. You know, this is the month of Thanksgiving and just in a few weeks, we're gonna have our great Thanksgiving banquet. This is an outdoor celebration in our centers in Broward and down here in Miami. And uh, it's going to be a great time. Every year, we're, we're going to cook like 250 turkeys. Johnson & Wales is going to cook a lot of those for us. And we're going to serve a tremendous, delicious, traditional Thanksgiving dinner to the homeless. And, and not only the homeless, but those that are in our communities that are struggling. You know, there's many families that have to make harsh decisions when it comes down to what they do with their finances. Some um, have to say, you know, do I pay the rent this, this month or do I buy a turkey? Uh, do I pay the electric bill or do I buy, put a pair of shoes on my kids' feet? So, you know, it's, if you've ever lived and had any kind of a challenge where you just said, what's going to happen the next day or how am I going to get through next week or where's the funds going to come from? If that's ever happened to you uh, and uh, you know per firsthand then how that feels, uh, what happens to a person's mindset, especially when you have children, you're trying to take care of the children. So I'm asking you, we're asking you to help us during our Thanksgiving banquet to go to our, our website at caringplace.org slash Thanksgiving. That's caringplace.org slash Thanksgiving. For $2.10, you can provide a tremendous, delicious Thanksgiving meal. $2.10. And the reason it's, it's so... Um, 
it's so cost effective is that we do get a lot of food donated we have a lot of volunteers that come in and do the work in fact on Thanksgiving Day all of our volunteer slots are taken we're still looking for volunteers the day after and we're looking for volunteers for Christmas uh, but we'll have almost 450 volunteers in both counties that day to serve the meals and to help clean up afterwards and then we have our tremendous uh, food drives going on. I'll tell you a little bit more about our packed and pantry food drive. So we put all those things together. We keep the cost of the meal very, very reasonable. So for $21, you have 10 meals. For $210, 100 meals. You know, it, it, it all depends on your ability, uh, your finances, and, and, and how you can bless others. So again, go to caringplace.org slash Thanksgiving to help us uh, Thanksgiving meals and beyond. Uh, this is a fall, and we're going to serve over 250,000 meals. I've been here, as I said earlier, uh, three decades, 30 years, and I can attest that our mantra is hope often begins with the meal because when people come to our centers, it's not just because they hear that we're the greatest people in the world or they, you know, we have the greatest programs. And many times it's just because they're hungry <laughs> and they're hurting and they're dirty and they need clothing and they're, they're fleeing a, a domestic violence situation. It's not just because we have the greatest, the greatest. Uh, we like to believe we do, but it's be, they have a need in their life. And so when they come through the doors, we're able to offer them nutritional meals great meals and along with that meal we also can give them encouragement there's always somebody there present uh, to say hey can we help you is there some way we can pray with you today is there something that you need help or maybe we can point them to a direction where they can get the help or maybe they they actually want to make the decision to get off the street and we have our great Thanksgiving banquet celebration on the 28th uh, we know probably close to 60 to 70 men and women will make the decision that day to get off the street where we got everything, we'll have everything prepared, we'll have the bed space available, and uh, they're going to be signing up in our tents, and they'll be coming in that day, and that's that's great. Now, not everyone will stay. Uh, our history and our research has shown that, but many of them will, and many of them will have a life-transforming time in our centers where they uh, learn about themselves, beat addiction, uh, learn about uh, spiritual matters, get a relationship with the Lord. Uh, so many great things that prepare them to be successful in life. So when they get out of the, the program, when they leave the building, they have a, a support group around them. They have the, the ability to function in life at a higher level to handle finances and then they have their their home and their employment and, and then some of them also end up with disability so again your support means so much and as you're on our website there maybe you say I don't have any funds to really give this year you can participate in our pack the pantry food drive uh, you just right there on the front page it says pantry you go ahead and click on it we'll send you out brown paper bags that are imprinted on what to put in them we're looking for non-perishable items uh, if you have a, a great need, you will even give you a flyer. You can put a box up at your office or maybe at your school or uh, maybe in your condominium association, wherever there's a lot of people that can drop off the, the, the items, and we'll come up and pick them up. But if they're in small bags, we'd like you to come by. We have several drop-off locations where you can drop them off. That saves us a few extra cents in our gasoline costs to pick up the food. But th th we do this every year, and our packed pantry, we'll probably get close to 20 tons of food that will be donated. We'll be using it during the fall, and then we'll, that'll also be going into the winter winter months. So we're keeping this up all year round, 
And when you say, well, what do you want to do? I have these small cans. Well, we have a lot of people come in, and they'll open up a lot of small cans, and we'll make meals. Uh, we're serving over 1,100 people every single day, three meals a day. That's about 3,000, 3,300 meals somewhere around that that we're serving every single day and then we also are having our special outreaches uh, I am so um, amazed when I see what people will do and that's what this program is all about it's called the good news program we have one family I got to give a shout out to it's, they're the elegance that's Hudson and Luke and Jennifer and uh, it's just a wonderful family they have put up their own page on our website where they're raising funds and if you'd like to do the same thing, you can check out their page. It's caringplace.org slash elegant slash elegant. And you can see what's being done. If you'd like to do that also, it's like a GoFundMe page, but it's hosted through our website. I'd, I'd be happy to talk to you. You know, just shoot me an email there at info at caringplace.org. It's right there on the website. And we will set up your own page. They're, they've raised over, I think, over $13,000 right now. And it keeps on climbing. And they've been with us for 10 years. They came out as volunteers, the family did. And now the kids are, one, one, uh, I don't say kids, are young adults going to college, finishing up high school, and have made a tremendous, tremendous impact on our community. And so a special shout out to them. But we have many, many, many people that are doing things like that to help the homeless and the needy. And I'd like to include you in that. So we have our Thanksgiving on uh, great Thanksgiving banquet coming up. I told you about Pack the Pantry. And then today we've got a great program. you got to stay tuned. I want you to listen to the testimony of Gene. You know, when it comes down to helping people, we're serving hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, but it's always about that one person that's had their lives transformed. And Gene has a great testimony. Probably the highlight of all of our programs is that you actually get to see, actually get to hear, rather, the changed life of a person that's been in, in one of our centers. You know, you're welcome also to always come down and take a tour and see us face to face. Well, God bless you. We have a great program, so stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami and the Hollywood Center. I'm excited to have in the studio today our wonderful friends and supporters from AT&T. I have Thais Asper and Crystal Cole, both regional directors for AT&T. Welcome, Thais. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you for coming. Thank you Thank for having you us. for having us. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I mean, I know you guys did something very special. And, and before we get into that and we start talking about the wonderful things uh, that you did, and I wasn't there, but I know our volunteer coordinator, Vanessa Cooper, was there. And everything she came back w with, it was just what an, an amazing experience. And I want you guys to tell me about it. But before we go into that, thank you so much for time and time again supporting what we do, making sure that you guys are always there for the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Reach Centers. Uh, we are beyond grateful for everything you do, uh, but of course what you do for us to help the homeless. So thank you, thank you for that. Tell me about that event. So um, we recently launched the Believe Miami um, event in partnership with the Zibia Dream Foundation, FIU, um, the Miami Rescue Mission, yes, um, Pride Lines, um, the Miami Marlins, His House, um, and Breakthrough Miami. Yeah, Breakthrough Miami. And yes. what we did was, it was pretty awesome. We were able to have about 200 kids from around Miami-Dade County bust into Miami 
um, bust into FIU and they spent the day learning about force and motion and STEM um, and they were able to build driverless vehicles and race them. Wow. Um, <laughs> so that was cool, yeah. And we got to have what was even more amazing is that we were able to engage our employees. We had about nearly 100 employees um, present for the event and so they were able to kind of not only talk to them about what they do and expose them to their jobs and their you know business units but then they were also able to be kind of like a mentor for the day for those kids and and you're talking about kids that are foster care youth and right. um, some of them are you know unaccompanied youth and that sort of thing and so it was it was a pretty amazing day. Let me tell you why I love it. I mean, you're telling me that uh, your um, the AT and T employees were sharing with the children what they do as a career, right? It's so important to let our youth know that there's so many options out there, you know. And you always hear the popular ones. I always say this in the in, in the air. You always hear, you know, you want to be a teacher, you want to be a doctor, you want to be a dentist. But how wonderful that they know and they they know that the possibilities are endless. So thank you for doing that. I mean, I saw pictures from the event, priceless. <laughs> I have actually the best pictures of some of the AT&T uh, employees going to our table, getting information about volunteering opportunities to get involved. And I know that you you will be bringing a team soon to volunteer with us. I know you guys are big on that. Um, but tell me about the, I know we're talking off the air about the hashtag, because I want all of our listeners okay. to do what you told me, because it's so cool. Okay, so what we want everyone in Miami to do, especially if you believe in the magic that is this city, is as you're just going about your days and you see something that makes you love this city, or even just if you're at home with your family, we want you to just, ha you know, go on your social media outlet and post, I believe, with a photo of what you believe in about the city, and hashtag it, Believe Miami, because what we really want people to know is that, you know, we are the magic city, and there's so much pride that we should have, but we also want to create a better tomorrow for our youth, yes. and, you know, so anything that we all collectively can do to inspire and engage them would be amazing. I, I love it. And it's positive, right? We want to spread that positive energy and vibes to everyone who's, you know, who's got access to that hashtag. I mean, I love AT&T. I think I've told you so many times. I, I believe that you have the best products in the market. Uh, your service is always like top notch. I mean, I, I can go on and on until tomorrow thank you, thank <laughs> and you, run out you. of, yes, I mean, everybody. And, and I always say you can do business with many companies and many places, but, but if you do know about a company, who's actually doing so much good for the community, why not, right? I mean, I would prefer, uh, whether it's my insurance or my phone products or whatever I'm doing business with, I want to know that it's a company that is actually also supporting our beautiful Miami because you're right, it's so beautiful. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and so what's next? What's next for AT&T? So we're very excited. Um, we can talk about maybe the partnership that we have with the Miami Rescue Mission coming up. So for Thanksgiving, yes. we'll be bringing some volunteers and employees to feed the homeless Thanksgiving morning, which we are super excited about. It's one of my favorite events of the year. Um, and then we will also be partnering with our other, as we mentioned, Believe Partners on some activities and events. Um, and the beauty of it is, even though one organization might be hosting it, it's something that's kind of open to all of our employees and, you know, partners as appropriate, right? And so we're looking forward to that. And in the spring, we're going to be bringing our National Pioneers, which is an employee resource group within the company. We're going to be bringing our National Pioneers down to Miami, and they're going to have an opportunity to volunteer um, with the Miami Rescue Mission at a, for a very special event yet to be announced 
um, yes. for all of the kids. So, And I cannot wait. I mean, I cannot wait to plan the activities, to plan what we're going to be doing together. Uh, volunteering is so important. Giving back to our community is so, so important. So I, I know that you guys are good at that. And I, I cannot wait. I mean, I know we're going to sit down and plan some great activities for everybody. Yeah. Uh, cannot wait for Thanksgiving. Cannot mm-hmm. wait to see your team there. Uh, I know you guys are doing something very special and we're very, you know, very thankful for everything that you do, really. Um, Now, I I always like to talk about social media. You talked about the hashtag. Yes. So how I I know it's got to be easy, but how can people find AT&T? Where do they go? How do they find you guys? So we're really easy. So (laughs) we're on Twitter at AT AT&T. So at at ATT and on Instagram, we're at ATT or at ATT Impact. Yes. Um and yeah, I, I, and then I, you can also go to at Believe Miami Tice. Is that correct? No, not I was wrong. not anymore. Not yet. Not, <laughs> not yet. No, no yet. <laughs> that event, I I have to tell you, I have to go back and and kudos to FIU to the Marlins to all those names that you mentioned. I mean, I thought um, the event was was really powerful. I mean, the pictures uh, were really really beautiful. Uh, to see the power of the unity and and your company getting together to help others. I mean, it's very, very, you can see it. And one of the things that I want to make sure that I mention is even though we launched Believe Miami here, it's a national corporate initiative. And so we actually have Believe in other cities as well. And so the beauty of it is, is that this is not just something that we said, okay, hey, what can we do in in Miami? But our leadership at the highest levels of AT&T said, you know, we want to make sure that every community that our employees are working in, um, they're making it a great pl- place to live, work, and play. And so we're going to get everyone involved. And so everyone has kind of really rallied together to to make Believe across the country successful. So what's not to love? I mean, you're getting involved, you're helping, you're getting children. Um, you, you had the children learning something new. I'm sure it was mm-hmm. new to many of them. Uh, were you able to get some of the reactions after the class or after the, the workshop that you guys did? Yeah, they were super excited. And you know what's funny is it, I think the adults might have been a little more excited <laughs> than the kids. Um, I know I was. I think it was really cool just to see. I mean, because when we talk about kids building cars, you think it's like, oh, they're going to have little remote control cars. No, they literally had to put wires together and use wow. battery and foam and cut foam and design their cars and and so the kids were excited and even after the day was over and we broke down the executive director um Lorianne Cox of Breakthrough Miami said to us the other day actually that while the kids were waiting to get on the buses to go back um they were standing on the sidewalk like racing their cars so kids who one have may have never stepped on FIU's campus had the opportunity to go to a college campus and see it and then two um they got to do something they perhaps have never or might not have ever gotten to do and that's what it's about for us so and you know the way i look at it you never know that could be the beginning of a new dream for them you know that could be something that they may think may be thinking oh i thought my uh, options were limited look at what i can do you know i want to do this uh, in the future so or or maybe even the impact of teaching them the importance of giving back you know they're they're getting all these benefits they're getting that beautiful day full of treats and things like that and so that could be the inspiration to do it uh, for themselves in the future well we're almost out of time but before we leave uh crystal i want to thank you thais i mean so great to have you guys um again supporting the miami rescue mission 
our listeners, what can I say? AT&T, why not? I mean, all, everything that they offer from phone services to whatever they do in the community to the hashtag. Uh, what was the hashtag again? Hashtag Believe Miami. Hashtag Believe Miami. I'm going to start doing it every time I see something beautiful that I love about this beautiful city. Let's go ahead and do the hashtag. Thank you. And every time you guys have an event. Hashtag it. Hashtag we'll follow it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you both for coming today. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami and the Hollywood Centers. I have two beautiful ladies in the studio with us today, Jessica Williams and Kearney Morgan. Uh, Jessica, you are the event organizer for South Promo. And then Kearney, you are the owner of Muse Productions. Welcome, ladies. Hi, Hi, good morning. Good morning. Welcome, 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 welcome. Yes. We're so happy to be here. <laughs> I am so happy to have you. I know we have some exciting, exciting and wonderful things to share with our community, with our listeners. Uh, tell me all about it. I cannot wait. Uh, I know now that it's on November 16. Uh, I've been talking to someone that you guys work with very closely, Patrick, and he's been telling me all about it. But I want our listeners to know and how they can get involved. So tell me all about it, either or. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. So... Uh, my name is Courtney. I am the owner of Muse Productions, and we are so happy to bring our first annual Our City Turkey Bowl, which is going to be hosted at Joseph C. Carter Park in Fort Lauderdale. The address there is 1450 West Sunrise Boulevard. We are going to be out there from 10 a.m. to 5. We have so many cool events going on for the kids. Every year, Carter Park gets together with the youth teams from around the parks in the city, and they come together and they do a football tournament. So. Muse Productions, South Promo, Fort Lauderdale Police Department, and Carter Park in the city of Fort Lauderdale, as well as MVP Skills Camp, decided to get together and collaborate and do a one huge community event. We're going to have face painting. I have a great friend who's coming in who's going to be doing painting classes. We're going to have field games, tug-of-war, prizes, giveaways, special guests, DJs, live performances. We'll have our football tournament going on. There will be a huge turkey drive. We're going to give away maybe 100-plus turkeys. So all the families that are out there in Fort Lauderdale and Miami, come out and see us. We're going to have so many cool things going on. It is definitely going to be an event for the season. So it's November 16. Uh, we said that the, uh, the name of the park. What time is it again? I'm so sorry. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Now, families that are listening to it that want to be a part of it, right? Do they need to register? Do they need to contact you guys? Can they just show up? If you want to get involved uh, to volunteer or to donate, you can reach out to myself or Jessica. Uh, you can send me a direct message at underscore my muse productions or at South Promo. Got it. And now for the people that want to benefit from the event, like the ones that want to be part of the activities or want to receive a turkey, do they need to register? There's no need to register. If you are in need, show up, and we are there to help you show out. Yes, but we are looking for vendors. Yes. So if you are interested in being a vendor, go ahead and DM me at South Promo. It's a free event, so the vendorship is free. All we need you to do is just show up and contact me. And, and bring food. Bring food. And bring food. Give me some examples of vendors. So we're looking at maybe food trucks. Um, we are looking at... Um, health-related organizations. We're looking at small businesses. We are looking at community service organizations. Anyone that can benefit from this event or that can get their message out to the masses, those are the people we're looking for. And when you say bring food, what do you mean? Well, we're looking for turkeys, so if you want to come in and bring turkey donations, I know that first and foremost, going to Publix is a great way. Uh, if you let the people at Publix know what you're doing and what you're there for, they'll help pick out the smaller-priced turkeys, because I know you walk in 
and you see mm -hmm. a $40 turkey, <laughs> it can be super disheartening. But we do have affordable turkeys there. We're also looking for canned goods and other things that we can give not only during the event, but after the event. Um, and just to add on to the vendors, um, we definitely are not charging anything for the vendor spaces, but we need every vendor to show up with food in their hands and let everyone as know. As a donation. As a donation. As a donation. All okay. for donations. Now, there will be food there, hot food ready for everybody, but we want to make sure that every family that shows up leaves with the necessary with something. food. Yeah, okay. for Thanksgiving. I love it. And I want you guys, I want our listeners to follow both of you because I know that this is not the only event that you're doing. I know you guys get involved with many things in the community. So I want to know, um, Jessica, how do we find you? Instagram, social media, how do we find you? Across the board, I am at South Promo. That is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's at S-O-U-T-H-P-R-O-M-O. Yes, you can follow me at either at Courtney.m87 or on my business page at my underscore museproductions.com. That is M-Y underscore M-U-S-E productions. Okay, you guys do not want to miss this event on November 16. It's going to be a beautiful event. These two beautiful women are doing with many other people in our community, and it's going to be amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that with us today. Well, once again, we're at that part of the program where we get to interview someone who is going through a life challenge, a, a difference in his life. And I'm so happy to be with Gene. I am Marilyn Brummett. And uh, Gene, thank you so much for being in the studio with us today. Thank you for having me. Well, Gene, um, let's go back into your younger uh, days in your life and tell us what kind of upbringing you had. Well, uh, I'm originally from Puerto Rico. Uh, I was born in Puerto Rico and uh, I was raised by a single mother. Uh, when I was very young, my father started uh, drinking heavily and uh, started mainstream. I'm also separate, so I, I was uh, brought up for, uh, with a single mother. I have a total of, uh, well, a total of five uh, in my family, uh, two brothers and three sisters. Um, and uh, You said off air that you kind of went back and forth between Puerto Rico and uh, Massachusetts for a while. So uh, you were very young during that time. W was there a struggle with language? Oh, yes. Yes, it was. Uh, I've been back and forth from Puerto Rico and the United States, uh, mainly Massachusetts and uh, Florida. Uh, I did go to school uh, in the United States, but I was struggled with my English. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was about 16, uh, I got my first job. It was at a McDonald's, and they put me... Uh, in front of the cash register, so I had to speak the language. Wow, so that kind of forced you to just do it. I mean, it's like you understand it, but you, when you have to start really speaking a language, it puts you a little pressure on you. Yes, it was kind of hard. Yes. So when was the introduction to, though, the lifestyle of more, you know, the streets or the drugs or things like that? Right. Uh, when I was about 13, I started hanging out with uh, uh, young kids, young kids in the neighborhood that weren't doing the right thing. So that's how I get, came, became introduced with uh, drugs. Uh, I started with uh, marijuana and uh, alcohol. Okay, so that's not a good influence then. And so that kind of follows you then as you're growing up and, and getting older. So um, where 
what how did that lead you did that lead you to um any jail time or what happened yes uh well first uh when i was uh, 16 i i dropped school uh then uh then after that i started uh, sp- uh experimenting with harder drugs uh started to get in trouble with the law uh and uh yes my life changed completely after that so there was there some jail time yes it was jail time uh once here once there i've been arrested just many many times well i know your family your mother moved from massachusetts to florida and you said off air that the drugs had continued here so what really was the catalyst of you then finally coming to the miami rescue mission well, uh, the, I have heard uh, about the Miami Rescue Mission on the streets. Uh, I have just got a, out of jail, uh, and uh, I made up my mind that I wanted to give it a try to change my life. And uh, I got up really, really early that morning, uh, went to the doors of the Miami Rescue Mission, waited in line, and got in. Wow. So isn't that something that you actually heard about it on the street? So that means that people do, you know, they're out there, they're doing their thing, but they do know uh, where they can come for help, hope. Sometimes they're just coming for the meal. Uh, Sometimes they also realize you can come for the program, and you came for the program. Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, we're going to come back. We're just going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and talk to Gene, and he's going to tell us about those first days and those at entrance to the mission and how his life began to really change once he, he became part of the regeneration program we'll be back in just a moment well we're with gene and he is telling his story his life story um he's he was a child that was born in puerto rico his uh, mom single mom came to uh, the states when he was very young but they kind of went back and forth so there was always that struggle of language and being in school in both countries and uh, then basically Gene you talked about how you got off track with the wrong friends and drugs uh, that you got involved with uh, you did uh, come into the Miami Rescue Mission after being in uh, jail and you actually graduated the program. Let's kind of pick it up at that, and, and let's talk about, because uh, you were successful. You had graduated the program. Uh, what year was that? Uh, it was around 2015 when I graduated. Uh, I went to the program. It was a whole year. Uh, it, it was actually a great journey being in the, in the mission. And uh, when I finished the program, I uh, started going uh, to barber school pick up from barber school because I was going before so I started picking up from barber school and going back to barbering school but then after that I relapsed. You relapsed okay so you were away for a while I mean was you living on the streets or what what happened during that relapse time? Right uh, I went uh, living on the streets over a year and uh, I kind of got myself together for a while uh, I went to jail for a while, and uh, uh, at the time, I, I managed to get a job, finish barbering school, uh, but then I, then I relapsed, and uh, I knew I needed help, and uh, uh, I decided to get help and come back to the Miami, Miami Rescue Mission for a second time. 
Now, when you came back, because you were a graduate, they do not put you back into doing the whole program again. So you come into what kind of phase do they call it? They call it the beta phase, uh, and uh, I don't have to start all the way from the beginning. It's, uh, uh, it's less time. It's around four to five months, and uh, I have to do... Uh, 90, uh, 90 meetings in 90 days, and also I have to write a, a daily journal. And uh, um, I should be done with the better program this uh, week, and uh, it has been great. And, uh, well, that's amazing. But you, and also, while you're doing the beta program, I hear that you're one of the uh, special assistants in the education department. So I guess you're a red pen, right? That's right. That's yeah. what they call it, a red pen. And yeah. I'm a teacher assistant, assistant and uh, I have the privilege to help other uh, clients uh, with their education. That is amazing. So do you feel a fulfillment by doing that? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do, ma'am. Yeah, because you know the struggle. You, you felt you've been there. You understand what they're thinking, and they can't tell you, oh, you don't understand me. Right, right. I understand. I understand. It's a struggle when you've been out for, for so long, whatever the, the the situation might be, and you've been abusing the drugs and damaging your brain. It's just so hard to come back to school and get an education. So you must be a real testament, testimony uh, of them when they find out who you are. And that, listen, I've been there. I've done that. But you can you can accomplish this, right? Right. I I think uh, they see that 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 is possible. That that uh, uh, I was once there, just like they were, and that is possible. That is possible. And what is your goal? Well, my goal right now, uh, I haven't done my uh, a state board test for barbering. Uh, I'm studying. I'm reviewing to become a licensed barber. And uh, I'm open to, to, I haven't decided exactly what type of job um, I'm going to be working in, but I'm re- getting ready to look for a for job. Amen. Well, uh, we're going to ask all the listening audience to pray for you. So remember, Gene, uh, in your prayers, and all the men and women that come through our doors in both the Miami campus and the Broward campus. So the Miami Rescue Mission, the Broward Outreach Centers, we are collectively known as the caring place and gene i'm so glad that you were able to come back get back on track you look like you're doing good your case manager is sitting next to you here and saying that you are doing terrific and you're helping many others as they are coming through the program so thank you gene for sharing your story thank you Wow, what a great testimony from Gene. You know, I'm always amazed at how people can come through our doors broken, hurting, pretty much giving up on life, and yet because of the compassion and the love and all the different things we have to offer in our centers, uh, and a lot of it's just personal love and personal touch is how people can change and get a new life and, and not just not be homeless. I actually have a better life you know moms become better parents to their children and people become better people and they become happier and more productive and that's a great lofty goal you know, it's, it's it's hard enough to get people off the streets and find housing for them but for them to actually start living a life that's enjoyable to them and gene is on his way you know again i want to thank every supporter donor 
sponsor, business partner, faith partner, prayer partner uh, that's been alongside of us for so many years, or maybe you've just become a partner with us uh, for what you do. You know, it's because of what you do, we're able to reach out and see people that are hurting, have their, their whole life transformed, especially when it comes to women and children. You know, some women will come to us, they're fleeing domestic violence, they're pregnant, and they're, and they're fleeing domestic violence, and they have no place to go. And we're, we're just very grateful. And our rooms are pretty much full all the times, but when it comes down to special cases, we'll just pull out a sofa. We'll do something to, to make accommodations where we can. Of course, there's a limit to that. We only can only have so much physical space, but we will try our best to help everyone that comes through the doors. And if we can't help them, maybe their problem is just not something that we can handle. We don't have the expertise. We're going to try to refer them. We're not going to put them back on the streets again. You know, I, I told you earlier this, this morning uh, that we're having our great Thanksgiving banquet. It's coming up on Thanksgiving Day. We've done this for 17 years. This is an outdoor celebration where we're going to do it on our centers in Dade and in Broward. We'll have an actual great Thanksgiving meal, and it's a traditional meal. We'll be serving it around 11, 11, 15, but we'll have activities all morning long. There'll be health fairs. There'll be shoe giveaways. There'll be uh, medical attention there'll be massages there'll be a lot of great things happening special activities for the kids and special gifts for the kids and we do this all to share your love and the love of god in practical ways to people in our community there'll be many homeless that will be there but there'll be many people from the community that are not homeless but are on the cusp of becoming homeless or are just having some very hard financial uh decisions to make you know do i pay the electric bill or am I able to get a turkey and when you come when you come out if you could come out and, and really hear the people that come to these uh, outreaches and how grateful they are and it's you know I wouldn't have anything for my family it wasn't for you and that's what Thanksgiving is all about it's being thankful for what we have you know you can make a difference for two dollars and ten cents you can provide one of our Thanksgiving meals go to our website at caringplace.org slash thanksgiving that's caringplace.org slash thanksgiving i've said this for many years hope often begins with the meal during our great thanksgiving banquet outreach uh, we'll be serving thousands and i know that about 50 to 60 if everything works out like it has in previous outreaches 50 to 60 men and women will come off the streets that very day and start a new life in one of our centers. So again, go to caringplace.org slash Thanksgiving. And if you don't have funds available or if you'd like to get involved in a different way, we also have our Pack the Pantry Food Drive going on. We do this every fall. Uh, you go while you're on the website there, you'll see the pantry button. Go to that. We'll send you out brown paper bags the old-fashioned brown paper bags with the items to put inside of them and we're looking for non-perishable items you can drop those bags off at one of our centers or one of our locations but if you're a little bit more ambitious uh, you can put out a great big box we'll send you some flyers out and you can do it at your office or your business or maybe a place of worship and help us uh, with our food drives you know it, it takes all of us to help the many thousands that we are helping every single day and a special blessing for everyone that's remembering the poor and the needy during this, this holiday season. Well, God bless you again, and stay tuned next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org.